What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. I'm no good at taking good advice And I'm self-careless, so don't tell me twice That lately I've been so stuck in my head That I forget just about everything my therapist said Maybe I'm self-helpless Maybe I'm self-helpless Maybe I'm self-helpless Maybe we are all self-helpless Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Self-Helpless Podcast. I'm Delaney Fisher, and today I'm chatting with my cousin, who happens to be a professional softball player. Sam Fisher is here today. Uh, Fun fact, our dads are actually identical twins, so we like to call ourselves sister cousins since... You know, we basically have the same dad. Anyway, Sam was a member of Team USA from 2012 to 2015 and Team USA Women's Elite Team in 2016. She also led Team USA to gold medals at the 2015 World Cup of Softball and Japan Cup events, was a member of the gold medal winning team at the 2014 World Cup of Softball and helped Team USA claim the silver medal at the ISF World Championship. Sam also played two seasons with the Akron Racers before signing with Scrapyard Fast Pitch in 2018. And she also played two years in the Japanese Professional League for the Tota Medics. And in college, uh, Sam was the first All-American selection in program history and was the first player in LMU softball history to earn all PCSC first team honors four times. Um, And she was a two-time PCSC Coastal Division Player of the Year for the Lions and closed her career as the Lions' all-time leader in home runs, RBIs, bases, batting average, slugging percentage, all the things, people. She broke literally all the records. And she was also inducted into the Loyola Marymount Sports Hall of Fame in 2019 and the West Coast Conference Hall of Honor in March 2023. And she also had her number 52 jersey retired. Listen, I got to be honest, I don't know what a lot of these stats mean, but it's very impressive. She's basically, she's really good at softball, you guys. She's like really good. Um, And uh, if you're wondering who the star is of the family, you guessed it. It's me. 
No, um, she's amazing. And I am so proud of her. It's so funny reading this bio of somebody I know so well, you know, a relative in my family. But I'm like, damn, she she's done a lot of cool shit. I'm excited to have her here to chat about basically the the ending of her career as a professional softball player and all the feelings that come with that. Um, how she's transitioning to other things and what her career trajectory is looking like after this final season of hers. We covered a a lot of bases here, pun intended. Um, She mentioned how she kind of became more intentional in her training and started listening to her body more, how she came to the decision to end her softball career, uh, you know, whether she wants to play softball for fun in the future. We just, we talked a lot about um, how challenging this transition can be when being a professional athlete or in Sam's case, you know, softball player has been part of her identity for 30 years. And um, also the fact that, you know, when you're a professional athlete, you're kind of forced to end your career. Um, unlike a lot of other professions where, you know, you can retire in your 50s and 60s and and keep doing your thing for a lot longer. So, yeah, it was a very uh, fascinating conversation. I think it's going to help a lot of people, whether you're a professional athlete or not, you're just amidst uh, a big life transition, whether, you know, career um, or otherwise. So before we get into the discussion with Sam, we do have a quotable of the episode. This was submitted by one of our patrons over at Patreon. You can also join Patreon to submit quotes for the show um, at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. This was submitted by Desiree and it says, failure is simply the opportunity to begin again, this time more intelligently. Great Henry Ford quote. Um, I love this so much. What a perfect episode for this quote to be on too, because Sam really talks about how softball is just a game of failure. Like she fails every day um, and mentions, you know, even sometimes when her team wins, you know, she's made a, a lot of errors that she has to learn from and, and all of that. So I love this quote. It reminds me of the quote. I think it's something like the path to failure and, and success is the same. Um I think that is a really powerful uh, message. Just, you know, some people stop a little early and they chalk it up to, oh, that was a failure. And some people keep going and become a success. And I love the I love kind of taking the power out of the word failure because it really is just information. You're learning about something. So if we really, you know, kind of switched it up to where, you know, it's not a failure, it's Um, It's a lesson that you can, you know, you can improve upon. I think it kind of takes the uh, the shitty feelings out of failure. So Desiree, thank you so much for submitting that quote. Love it. And again, you can do the same at patreon.com slash self helpless. And um, just want to let you know, I also have an email list called the D list. It's a free list on available on my website, DelaneyFisher.com where I like to share about career opportunities, media opportunities. There's private podcast episodes that are only available over there um, about uh, creativity and mindfulness and in work and life. We talk about uh, finding um, happiness and fulfillment when you're a multi-hyphenate. You have a lot of different interests and a lot of things. And maybe you have several businesses or ideas and you're trying to figure out how to organize them and implement um, and not be so overwhelmed by everything. So would love to have you over there. I recently 
um, just shared some opportunities with the Wall Street Journal that people are taking advantage of, um, an opportunity for a photographer coming up, um, an independent sales rep coming up. So I just like to share things as I learn about them uh, in my own network and also things that I might be looking for as well with my own projects and business and stuff like that. So again, you can find that at DelaneyFisher.com. Everything's completely free. Okay, without further ado, here is my conversation with Sam. Samantha freaking Fisher Cook. Samantha Fisher. You'll, be, you'll always be Samantha Fisher in my book, but we'll add Cook. You know, Kevin's a good guy, so we'll add <laughs> it on fair. there for you. Um, freaking love you. So happy to have you here. Thanks, cuz. Right back at you. I know. It's so sad I didn't get to see you in real life for Christmas, but I get to see you for this virtually. Yeah. This counts. And we got to see each other on FaceTime on Christmas. So that counts too. That's true. There's a, a, lot bit, of, yeah. a lot of tech stuff going on in our life. And we're both not the most tech savvy ladies at <laughs> no, all. No, we aren't. Um, um, I'm glad to see we both got our buns in as well. Hey, it's a Fisher so staple. We got... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's our sister cousin look. Um, okay, well... I am so excited about this episode because you know what I what I find is that especially with a lot of podcast discussions in, and interviews is that they often have the discussion once somebody has kind of overcome an obstacle or mm. fig- figured a bunch of things out. And mm-hmm. I'm really glad to have you on the podcast during this time where you're still in the process of figuring stuff out yeah. because I think sometimes we forget all the micro steps that we took in the moment to make us mm-hmm. feel better during a big transition. And um, that's, you know, we that we lose that when we're only kind of looking from the perspective of it being like in the past is something we already worked through. So, yeah. Sam, <laughs> could you just give us a snapshot of <laughs> where you are right now in your career and where you are in your transition out of being a full-time professional softball player? Just a yeah. little question. I love that. Presently, I'm I'm in Arizona, like physically. Um, Fabulous. <laughs> but I, you know, I'm towards the end of my career, and um, you know, it's it's been a long run. I've been, I graduated college in 2012, so doing that math is how long I've been playing professionally. Eleven um, years. It, yeah. Good God. Holy shit. I know. Can you believe wow, that? Wow. I didn't realize it'd been that long. I I I know. Wow. Well, I still feel like we're on our, you know, eight and under team together. <laughs> what was it? The see me, the see me stars. See me stars. <laughs> I was also on the uh, a team called the Spice Girls, I believe. We were, on, we were on the Spice Girls. Oh my gosh! Wow. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, so I feel yeah. like mentally I'm still there, but but um, in reality I'm 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 getting towards the end end of the career, getting close to retiring from being a, a softball player. Wow. And so what does that look like for you right now? Are you about yeah. to go out of town and play for somewhere, a team somewhere? Are you on break? What's going on? Right now I'm in, I'm in my off season. Our summer, I play for a league called Athletes Unlimited and our season is in the summer. So I get actually, once the new year starts is when I start really kicking it into my training, um, oh. getting ready because I, I leave in June. I'll go in June. I'll go and we'll play at Wichita State. We get to play there for three weeks, and then um, July and August I'll be in Chicago for my for my full season. So right now I'm just okay. eating candy and getting ready to uh, start getting back into it come January to prepare. 
I, li- I like the pre-training candy eaten. I think that's really important to know. My mom is that's... a good stocking stuffer. <laughs> like, it's got all the good things. I love it. So how long is kind of training season before playing season? And I know these are not the technical terms, but you catch my drift, right? Yeah, no, for sure. I think it's different for everybody. Like, you know, my season ended at the very end of August. So since then I've been, I did take a couple of weeks of doing absolutely nothing. And then I've just been back in the gym doing stuff, you know, for the body. And then the softball start will start, uh, the softball stuff will start um, come January. It'll be about six months of just training um, softball wise, going and hitting and getting as many reps in as I can leading up to when I when I leave, which I believe is June 2nd is when I'll report. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So are you doing anything for yourself to kind of symbolize that this is coming to an end or is your team doing anything? Like, how do you kind of celebrate this? Is there like a softball graduation? What are you going <laughs> to do? What are you going to you know, do? You know, I, the, the, there's one thing that happens when you do retire is in your very last game, you know, if you're playing on the field in the very last inning, you'll get called out, like you'll be substituted and you'll get a chance to like walk off the field and, you know, give a wave and and do all that. But I'm not doing anything different because I don't want this season to, I don't want like a a final season to feel any different. I want to go in and and I don't want to put the pressure on, you know how people put a lot of pressure on like the last thing that I did here, the last words that there's always so much emphasis on the last. And I don't, I don't want to put any emphasis on, on a last. I just want to do what I do and, and, and perform the way I can perform. And, um, I mean, my tank is close to empty. I want to empty the tank and just, just play the way that I want to play without having anything hanging over my head. I think like once it gets to that point, you know, like you're fine. I remember getting to this point in college, like my last college at bat, you can't help, but be like, well, this is it, you know, right. Right. Um, freaking Chitty, my best friend, her last at bat before she retired, she hit a home run, like in a thunderstorm. It was like, oh a movie. my God. Yeah. <laughs> Thor? Yeah, no, she's for sure Thor. And so I'm like, well, okay, so there's one way to wrap things up. But no, you know, once it gets down to that point, obviously, I think it'll be cool to have like a, you know, peace, peace out. Some people leave their cleats on the field, you know, symbolizing like that. Um, But yeah, leading into it and going into my season and in my games, I I just want to go in like it's anything else. Wow. What about anything after? Let's say it's it's months later. Do you foresee wanting to do something for yourself, whether it's like, I don't know, frame some photos or go on a trip or have dinner with your family, like anything like that for like personally? Yeah, we actually so my husband and I, we uh, Kevin K Dog, uh, (laughs) we have never really done anything (laughs) ever. We've we've gotten a chance to like do some trips here and there um, in between my traveling for softball, but we haven't had a honeymoon. We haven't, you know, celebrated. He graduated college. Like there's a lot of things that we haven't had a chance to celebrate. So I think we've been really looking towards when I do retire, we want to go on a big like month long trip to, you know, celebrate everything that we haven't had a chance to celebrate yet. Um, I love that. And just go and do some exploring, you know, because... Come springtime, there's times where it's like, oh, do you want to go do this? It's like, no, I, I can't miss three days of training. Like, I can't not hit for three days or so. You know what I mean? So right, right. Um, we've been kind of really looking forward to that. But as far as the other little things, you know, I feel like 
playing softball is exactly what I've wanted to do. So I feel like I've been able to keep myself in the present, you know, like I have framed pictures from season. I have jerseys that are framed. I have a quilt made of all, you know, my old shirts and jerseys and stuff. So, um, yeah, I feel like I've been surrounded by, by everything to where when I, when I am done, I'll just get, I'll just like dig a little hole. I'll go into it and cry for, (laughs) you know, like a few months and then come out of it. And maybe my, maybe my skin's glowing. Like maybe I don't know what people do with their time. I'm going to have all this stuff to figure out. (laughs) You'll crawl into one of your 12 bathtubs in your nice home. (laughs) Just have a 17 hour spa day. I love it. I want to come over for that. Yeah. No, you're invited. Uh, You're invited. (laughs) I love it. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Well, it's interesting. I mean, I guess one of the pros, I guess, of, of it coming to an end is like, yeah, instead of traveling for work, you'll get to travel for fun yeah. with your husband and do all these things. Yeah. So, okay. So for other people who have found their dream jobs and other career paths, retirement mm-hmm. typically happens in your 50s or 60s, not in your 30s, right? Yeah. And also with other professions, like people's skill set often increases over time. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like an engineer will probably be performing at a higher level 20 years into their career versus in the first few years. But as yeah. a professional athlete, one, you're kind of forced to retire from your dream career decades before a majority yeah. of other people. And then on top of it, if you did stick it out for more decades, your body's performance decreases over time as you go, mm-hmm. like as you age, something that you have no control over. Yeah. So this just seems really fucking unfair. And I'm it sucks, <laughs> it sucks, right? It really it sucks. sucks. Like anybody who loves their role as an athlete. So how are you feeling about your career as a player coming to an end? What's going on for you internally? You know, uh, it, it sucks. Yeah. yeah. Like it just is what it is. It sucks. Um, there's actually a really good at the SBs. This is years ago. Abby Wambach, who was like a great soccer player, Olympic soccer player. She gave a speech yeah. with two male athletes. And uh, ironically, I don't remember who it was, who they were. Um, <laughs> but she talked about how they were all retiring. And she said, I'm walking into a completely different retirement than these guys. Like I got to start over. I can't, I'm not going to go and buy a second home and live there half the year. And, you know, I don't have the same contract as a man. So my retirement doesn't look like retirement. My retirement looks like this book is finished. I got to open a new one because if I want to pay the bills, I need another career. Like I got to, I got to start over. So that part's a little, that's where like we think about being, that's where I think of unfair more than like having to you know all the all the other things like i'm 33 i want to keep doing my dream job until i'm 100 but yeah i think about how i'm getting older and not gaining any skills any office skills <laughs> i don't i don't so i just someone just showed me canva but everybody seems to know what canva is i didn't know what it was because you don't need it when you're getting a ground ball and throwing it to first base. Exactly. You've been hitting grand slams for 12 years. You're like, fuck yeah. that. I don't need that shit. Yeah. So I'm yes. like, I, I can do Google. Um, I and can do Google. I, I, I can think That's of good. quippy little sincerely signed Sam Fisher 
you know, sign offs on an email. But oh my god, can we please put a resume together for you where it just says I can do Google? Still figuring out Canva. Period. Yeah. Sam Fisher Cook. Please. I'm gonna me. send it in. It's so good. I think yes. I'm gonna get hired immediately by like anybody. But yeah, yeah. multiple that, offers coming your way. Yeah, I'm gonna be so rich. It's crazy. <laughs> um, but that's that's the part that I really sit and think about more than anything is that I have yeah. lived my dream. I have loved every day of my life. I, I'm happy. I'm just so, you know, overjoyed every day that I get to put on a glove and swing a bat for my job. But yeah. then there's that that thing creeps in. It's like, okay, well, you can wallow for a little bit that you're done, but like, we need to bring in, we need you to, your retirement. It does not look like millions and millions and millions of dollars. It looks <sighs> like um, you can go give a couple of lessons and make 80 bucks and- right. You know, uh, so that part, that part's tough, but the, the body stuff is actually really interesting. I've been really blessed. Like I, I haven't dealt with super major injuries, knock on, knock on wood, obviously, but I've learned a lot as I've gotten older too, and how to be intentional with my body and how to, you know, sometimes less swings is better than more swings, you know, and and that's what I feel like has also helped aid my longevity in my career is that it's like I've, I'm learning as I go and I feel like I'm adapting and that's why I'm able to sit here in in my 30s talking about my career and, and talking about having the choice to end it rather than some people they don't have the choice because they 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 either like aren't as competitive anymore or don't get a contract back or you know things like that so I do feel like I'm at a good a good place. Oh, wow. So many great points there. I I would love to know what, what was the catalyst of you saying, okay, I'm ready to retire because you're still getting contracts and can still play. <laughs> what happened? I, you know, it's really weird. I said it out loud last year. So in 2022, I had said, should I retire next year being 2023? And it felt icky. It felt like so gross. I said, no, mm. not the stuff. And then I, and then this year came and I'm like, next, maybe next year. And it felt like, oh my God. Okay. That didn't feel so icky. Like, you know, kids are a conversation that I have with Kevin and, um, you know, I, I don't want it to happen too late if, if, if it's going to happen. Um, but also I want to, I, I want to leave the game. I, well, first of all, I don't want to leave the game, but (laughs) if I'm going to, if I'm going to, if I'm going to walk, walk away from my playing days. I want it to be where it's at a, at a point where I'm still, still the player that I am. I don't, yeah. I don't want to deteriorate on the, I don't want people to say like, she's not what she used to be, you yeah. know? And, and it feels like that this coming up is, is going to be the point where it's like, yeah, like she's, she's playing well and I can walk away and be happy. And I can also not want to come back. Like, I don't want to be a, I don't want to be Brett Favre, or Tom Brady and retire and then come back. I, I want to cleanly, no offense to those guys, like obviously right. it's an incredibly difficult decision, sure. but I want to, I want to cleanly say th- thank you. Thank you all for coming. And uh, yeah. we'll see ya. Yeah. Yeah. You're doing the Seinfeld goodbye. Just quitting at the top of your game. See ya. Show's over. I want to, I want to be, I want to be Peyton Manning and win a Super Bowl and say, see you later. Yeah. See you later. Bye. Catch me on my couch. Um, <laughs> Wow, it's such a it's such a good point when you mentioned Abby Wambach. Right? Wambach, mm-hmm. Wambach. Is it is Abby married to Glennon Doyle? Is that the yes. name? Abby. Okay, incredible. Yep. Um, yep. What a great point that yeah, 
professional baseball players retiring in a very different position than mm-hmm. than you're at, when, where you're at. And the starting over versus the retirement is very different. Yeah. Um, I would love to hear more about what you said where, when you said that you kind of learned to be more intentional with your body or your training yeah. and stuff to give yourself that sustainability or longevity with your performance. Can you speak yeah. more to that? Yeah, absolutely. I, um, I started doing yoga. I started Ooh, stretching. I, I, I've always been like the, okay, let's do this and just start right. going into it. Right. I'm like, why does my like sternum hurt? You know, it's a, um, it's a Fisher, it's a Fisher thing, isn't it too? We're very impatient. All right. Truly. I'm like, I don't want to crush it. <laughs> if like 30 seconds, let's just get this going. Okay. Right. Um, I started doing a lot of that. Like, um, I, I am very, um, very, persistent about icing my shoulder. I never used to ice my shoulder, but then I started to be like, well, you know, you kind of need it. So Mm. I, I, after every practice, after every game, like I have, I have my own like strap that I bring and I ice it up and take good care of it there. So a lot of like preventative type things and and then with stretching and stuff, but really learning in my softball training actually, because I have always been the person that's been like, no, like 100 more. Let, nope, let's go. Let, let's go more. Let's go more. Let's go more. And I, that you get to a certain point where your reps start to be bad. You're doing them. It's, it's like very much a quantity, quality type thing, right? You want to yeah. get quality reps over the amount. So I've learned that I want to, I'd rather have 50 really good swings than 100 swings that might create a bad habit, you know? So, Oh, what a quote, Sam Fisher. What a fucking quote. Thank you. I I wish I would have learned it sooner because there's, uh, you know, there's been times where I'm like, God, I'm so tired. Oh, another one. (laughs) I'm like, that was so bad. Um, But yeah, so learning, learning how to listen to my, 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 my body has never lied to me. You know, it's always telling me the truth and I just have to be somebody who listens to it and um, not feeling, I've dealt, I have like, a lot, I used to deal with a lot of guilt if I took a day off mm. and, and learning how to be like, actually, no, 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 no. You need that. You need it as much as you need to swing. You need a day off. You need to just take a nap. I, I would tell Kevin that like, gosh, oh, I took a nap today. I'm so lazy. He's mm. like, you've worked so hard that you've earned the chance to take a nap in the middle of the day on a Tuesday. Right. Right. It's a really yeah. good point. Yeah. <laughs> I got to take more naps. Yeah, no, you're right. I'll yeah. see you later. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be a four hour nap a day thing now. Yeah. Um, so did you, you mentioned kind of listening to your body and all that. Did you start doing things differently around kind of the self-care with your body or training because you started to feel differently? Were you getting more sore or were you, were you kind of like looking around like, okay, I'm not 23 anymore. I have to just take better care of myself so I can keep playing. What, what yeah, was the Yeah, I think it there? was like the natural evolution of aging. You know, there was okay. nothing that had happened that was, that was, oh boy, if I don't change something, this isn't going to last. It was very much so that I, I, I started to acknowledge more. Yeah. You'd see these kids come out and they're 21 and they're doing these things. I'm like, you guys, I got to go to bed at eight o'clock. Like right. I'll see you later. <laughs> right. Um, I think it's helped that I've always kind of been an old lady in, in that yeah. manner too. But yeah, I do think it's just, it's the natural, um, 
you start you start to feel things you start to wonder oh what did i do like oh when i bent down because i dropped my pen that's where right. that tweak came from you know yeah. maybe we need to maybe we need to stretch a little bit more maybe we need to warm up the body um right. but yeah i think it's been very a very natural process which makes me feel good because it hasn't been forced and it hasn't been you but you gotta do this you know yeah, absolutely. It, it feels so good to hear that a professional athlete uh, can get a sore back from bending down to get a pen because I just get out of my bed and I'm like, I'm hurt. I hurt. What has happened? There's, there's a scene There's a scene in Just Go With It with Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston and he's laying on the couch and he, he spends 10 seconds trying to get up off the couch. Yeah, yes. Yeah, absolutely. It's, I agree. It's, it's kind of nice to know, like, okay, even if I was doing tons of push-ups every day and all that, it would still it'd still be happening a little bit. So yeah, <laughs> yeah um, So I know this hasn't happened yet, right? You haven't finished your you know your kind of final season, but what do you think you will miss most about this job? Uh, I I've heard I've heard all of my friends who have retired talk about the things that they miss being, um, you know, the off the field stuff. And I, I agree. I know that, that just the, the stuff that you get to do with your friends, like your teammates and that kind of stuff is so top tier. There's mm-hmm. not, there's really, really nothing like it in, in my experience, but I'm going to, I'm going to miss hitting the crap out of a ball. Yeah. Like totally. when you're facing a pitcher who's so good and you <laughs> hit that ball on the barrel. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> It's got to feel great. It feels so good. Yeah. But I I really feel like I'm going to miss the lacing up my shoes, getting my glove, putting my stuff in the dugout, you know, coming in for a water break, going back out, talking strategy with with your teammates at practice. You know, I I love softball and I know that I'm going to miss the the teammates and the camaraderie and the late ice cream nights and, and those things. But yeah. The, the the ball field stuff, you know, you because you, you can't replicate it. I can I can go over to my friend's house and we can talk about stuff and we can do things like that and relationship wise. But I I'm never going to be able to replicate talking to my shortstop about what we're going to do if the ball comes this way when there's two outs and and a speedy runner is on second base and and there's a run you know we're down by a run. I'm I'm never going to be able to replicate that. So I feel yeah. like I'm gonna I'm gonna miss the stuff that that softball really is, you know, as at at the core of the sport. Absolutely. No, it totally makes sense. Is there a part of you that is going to miss like kind of in a way, like being like a star and like being (laughs) special, right? Like being special in that way. Like that's a really, it's a really unique experience where like your, your games are on TV, you're hitting home runs on TV, you're you're singing the, what is that? The seventh inning stretch at the yeah. Cubs game, right? Like you're doing all these like really crazy cool things, right? Yeah. And then when you retire, yes, you still did all those things. Mm-hmm. It's still a very special thing. But the fact that you're not actively doing those same things in that same way. And I don't know, any feelings around that? Yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah. Th- there's things that I think about that that come to memory that I, I forgot, Oh, I forgot I did that. Or, you know, things that are just so cool that aren't your everyday person things. Right. It, it is, it is weird to think about, you know, and I, I don't, part of me want, you know, I always want to be around softball. So when I'm done playing, I want to stay in it. I want to be around it because it's what I know best, but also it's like, 
people, that's how people know me too. People know me as a softball player. And I think there is a fear of, well, if I'm, do I go to get a sales job and then just be Sam? Sam Cook? (laughs) Who is that? I don't know who she is yet. You know, I know who Sam Fisher is. I know what she likes. (laughs) Right. What she's good at. But um, yeah, that, when I've, I've had a very, um, really sweet interactions with people uh, because of things that I've done in my career or things that I've said because they came to a talk or something. And I, I, I'm going to miss that. I, we were at, I was at a steak and shake in Georgia and a girl recognized me. I was yeah. like, Sam Fisher? I'm like, that? That? I mean, it's happened to me like three times in my life. Like, I can't imagine being Aaron Judge, you know? But <laughs> that was yeah. that is so cool and so special that, yeah, I, I will miss that. I will, I will miss being somebody who gets to sign an autograph after right. a game. That's awesome. That's so right. cool. Right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Is there anything that you've been doing to like manage like these feelings and stuff around this huge shift in your identity? Whether it's certain self-care that you're doing or things that you're planning for yourself or therapy or anything like that. Yeah, I I think it goes along the lines with that I I'm not trying to treat this season any differently that I'm yeah. and this is also maybe me compartmentalizing where maybe I'm just putting it <laughs> off. I'm probably putting it off. Mm. Realistically, I've been throwing a softball since I since before I can remember. And yeah. that's gonna that's by the time I'm done will have spanned about three decades yeah. that I've been doing this. So yeah, I think I'm putting off the feelings, which uh well it's a habit sometimes in my life. <laughs> sure. Um say, but say. Yeah, right? (laughs) I got a fancy compartment for those. (laughs) It's bejazzled. Yeah. (laughs) I know the combination. I can get into it whenever I want. But um, I think I I know that it's going to be devastating. So Mm. once once I open the door a little bit, it's going to be like, I think it's going to be a flood. So I'd rather not let any leakage out. And just go and do my job, essentially. Go work my ass off. Go, you know, do what I have to do. Go perform on the field. And then when that last day comes, that last game, that last inning, you know, I'm, I, mm. I will, will cry. And then, yeah. I'll pro- and then I probably won't stop crying. So yeah. right. that, that's how I see it kind of, kind of going uh, once, once it does get to that point. But, yeah, for now, I'm doing the same mental stuff, you know, like reading – I like to read books about, like, your, the mental game and, and your mindset and, and stuff and, and just train train away, you know. So I'm putting right. it off. Right. Yeah, put it off. I mean, you can mark your calendar. Okay, from yeah. uh, uh, August 2024 to 2025, we'll be in deep depression. Bring snacks. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll put, like, my do not disturb on and be like, see ya. <laughs> I'm out of here. Yes. Oh gosh, yeah, that really has to be so tough. Like you said, thirty years, three decades of doing yeah. something, and it, it it's it's part of you. It's who you are. It's like there's Truly. not this there's not this like separation between like this is your job and this is you. Like everything is so intertwined mm-hmm. with with softball. So moving forward and and kind of uh, transitioning careers. What have you been considering for yourself? You mentioned that you want to be around softball. What kind yeah. of jobs are you thinking about or applying for? Do you have something yet? Are you what, Where are you at in that process? 
Yeah, I actually just went through this process. I applied for a job in marketing for um, for actually for Athletes Unlimited. And I went through the whole process. It was super cool. Interviewing was so weird because I knew everybody. Um, And I I thought, you know, I I, it was it was a really good experience. I didn't get the job, but in a way where I I feel like I trust in the universe that maybe the like this is my sign. Just focus on your season. focus on emptying the tank and then when you're done even Kevin like we'll be fine right and you can start looking then like I and and I I'm so glad I went for it and then I'm so glad I didn't get it because I don't want if if I'm gonna I obviously like I said treating this season like any other season but at the end of the day if I look back and feel like I was distracted or pulled in another direction Mm. where I couldn't focus all my energy and my time in my my craft, my job, then I would hate to look back and think, well, what if? Like if I if I, my bad like if I had could have just gotten one more hit because maybe I had one more training session or something like that. Right. I don't want to look back and think that way. So I I I'm not I'm not going to pursue anything until that time comes. And then as as many jobs open in Athletes Unlimited I'm applying, even if it's like janitor. <laughs> Yeah. I'm applying for right. it and I want to I want so badly to work for AU and just maintain you know doing I just want to keep doing the work that we're doing and mm. that is the dream that's the goal it's just it, they they're just it's just an amazing organization and um I want to I want to be involved I just want so badly to be involved so that when I come 20 years 30 years when it's like oh you're retiring again from a job right I can look back and see look at look, look at how far we've come look at all the work we've done you know I want to I want to yeah. be a part of that growth and stuff so yeah, yeah. Come, that that's I think the ultimate goal whatever that looks like I just want to do it I love that I think that's a great position to be in where like you know what you want to do after but you don't have to do it yet like you yeah. can just focus on your season but you're not like so um not feeling so lost of like oh my gosh I don't know what I'm gonna do what who totally. am I gonna apply to what am I gonna I love the fact that you you have this plan like all right I'm just gonna apply to this company until I get a job there <laughs> I'm gonna just right. keep knocking on the door hi there Sam Fisher Sam Fisher I'm sorry Sam Fisher cook here you might yeah. know me you might know me as either uh been doing this for a long time but- exactly <laughs> okay, yes that's and cool that's cool I, I think I think part of it too is I was wanting to maybe have a transition of where I might have gotten a job while I was playing. So that way when I was done, I had something. Uh, but the more the more I thought about it, the more I was like, then I'm really going to compartmentalize my feelings. And if I don't have a chance to cry for three months, right? then I don't want to end up being the guy in the bar that talks about the football game from high school. You know what I mean? Like I want to come to terms and be at peace and be content, which I do feel like I'm – I'm there. I'm I'm going to be there, but like I'm not I don't want to say like mourning the end, but 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 giving it the attention yeah. and the emotions and the feelings that it deserves because it has been my entire life. It's been my existence, it's been my personality. It's yeah. it's been, you know, my 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 being. So that also kind of sunk in of like, you know what? You kind of need to cry um yes. and and just like stare out the window for hours and just pretend you're in a sad music video yeah read and, harry and, potter books yeah. reread oh, all of yeah. them every word. dive right in yep <laughs> at, like it's the first time and yeah you know so just really like giving myself the chance to acknowledge it rather than be like okay what's next what 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 do i have to do now you know 
Oh, that is so smart. It is that, oh, that break for you is going to be so important. Not only to, yeah, basically be with yourself and do whatever you got to do, all the processing, yeah. but also like that month trip that you're going to take with Kevin and like the, all the celebration around it too. It's yeah. important to process the feelings, but also to celebrate all this stuff totally. that you probably, you know, celebrated tidbits along the way, but you were probably on to the next game or on to the next season or on to the next thing. Very and true. you can actually have that, that time. So I think that's a really really great idea. I'm glad you're doing Thank that. You. Yeah, um, it feels right. Yeah. What what do you say has been the best part of being a professional athlete and what has been the hardest part about it? Wow. The 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 best the best part is is playing playing. Like yeah. I like you know game day like being on the field oh, type of stuff. Yeah. Yes, hearing my walk-up song, seeing my <laughs> seeing my jersey with my name and number on it, you know, the best part is is like when I really do sit back and think about it. Look at Sam. Look at what you've accomplished. Look at where you're right. at. Look at what you're doing. That part is really, really neat, and it's just really gives me so much just satisfaction and joy and um, pride. Truly, you know, look, people talk about like, what would you say to your ten year old self? And it's always like you're gonna you are gonna be so proud. Like oh, at, yeah. you're at the life that you That's created. I know so she, it's little ten year old oh, Sam. I knew Tan, ten year old Sam Fisher. You do. I know her. I know her. <laughs> yeah, we were probably playing basketball together right. at ten years old. You right. know. Carmax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at Carmax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. But um, yeah. the hardest part, I think, it has been sustaining it. Like it is not, it's not easy. Like if, if you do the math and you think, oh, I have a three month season, and then a three month off season and then six months of training that that math doesn't make sense because you'd think wouldn't you play longer than you train right but, right but for me i've never been a player who can can just show up i have to do like I, those players man bless them they can show up they can do their job and do it well and i i can't i i have to put in, put in the time, put in like the practice over and over and over to get to that point, to get to the point of showing up, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the, the inequity, uh, and inequality of like seeing the, uh, when, when they announced, um, Otani's $700 million 10 year deal for the Dodgers, mm-hmm. I was in a, I was in a bad mood for two days. The yeah. man is going to make $2 a second or a minute, sorry, a minute, Yeah, $2 a minute. And yeah. that just I it was those things are really hard because mm-hmm. I I watch documentaries about athletes mostly obviously mostly male and here you know the ESPN 30 for 30s on on these athletes and watch and learn and and I think I what you're t- I did that I do right, that right. I I and 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 sometimes it's harder for us to do it because I don't have a personal trainer. I don't have a nutritionist. I don't have somebody cooking my food for me. I don't have, but I don't have somebody cleaning, cleaning my house for me and, 
doing my shopping and everything so I can just be a softball player. Like I'm a softball player, a wife, a homekeeper, a dog mom. You know, I have all these things that I have to do on top of being a professional softball player. So that part gets pretty hard to see like, man, wouldn't it be just so nice to just have like a million dollars? Right. I'm just asking for a mil. Okay. I'm not, I don't need the 700 mil. I know just one is fine. I will give you the deal of a lifetime if you're offering $700 million. Like, (laughs) try $7 million for 10 years. Go ahead. I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah. So those parts are hard, but, you know, most of it, it, I wouldn't, I would not choose to do anything. I would do this for free. Don't tell the people who write my contracts (laughs) that. I would do all of this for free. I really would. Oh, gosh. That really is. Like, I'm... That's just infuriating. I'm mad for you on your behalf yeah, when you, when it's you a put lot. it all out that way. It's like, can't they spread that one contract to all of these other people who don't get uh, paid very well for yeah. being a professional athlete? I mean, is there anything that is being done for women's sports and things like that to make it more lucrative for players? Like, do you want to be part of that change? Like, what's going on, you know? Yeah, there's a lot that's happening right now in women's sports. I don't know if you saw this at all, but this year, Nebraska volleyball, they played in a football stadium. 92,000 people were there. Wow. Yeah. I did not see that. That's awesome. Huge. Yeah. Super exciting. There's like records being broken of viewership on ESPN constantly. So people are watching, people are going. Um, I think that brands are starting to see the market value of using female athletes um, as you know, they're uh, as marketing and, and can, can help sell their products, you know, and, and investing more in us. I think what's interesting is over time you've seen, oh, well, you know, college football wasn't getting as many views on ESPN too. Let's bump them up to ESPN, like the, you know, big ESPN and just help them do better. But if we're not getting the views on ESPN too, it's like, well, nobody's watching, but nobody ever gives us the chance to be like, yeah. Put us on put us on ESPN and and people will watch. People right. prove to watch. So I think that the, I think that we're in a shift. I think we're in a time where things are on the the up and up, but yeah. it's just been proven that we we have to keep working hard and we have to keep working harder, you know, and and taking advantage of the opportunities that we do get. Um NIL is huge. A lot of the a lot of the highest paid college athletes are are girls. Our females. Ooh, I know. Love yeah. that. That's I know. Fabu- that's fabulous. It, it is fabulous. Yeah. I agree. It's <laughs> <laughs> fab. Yes. And so we're in a really wow. good time. And that's why I want to stay in it. I want to stay in 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 sport in women's sports. Like I've always dreamt when I was younger, I've always dreamt of when I was done playing, where this is when I thought I'd be done playing when I graduated college. I want to work mm-hmm. for, you know, an MLB team. I want to work for an NBA team. Like I want to work for pro sports. And it has evolved into, I want to work for pro sports, but it's the women that are playing. You know, I want to, I want to be involved in pro sports for women. And, um, I think we're in a good time. I think that we're at a, at a point where things are going to continue getting better. It's going to be a slow burn, but, um, like presently I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I'm, my salary is, is better than it's ever been right now. Um, so that, and that's a big deal. You know, that's we're we're taking care of. We have gap health insurance during season. Like that doesn't happen. Look at that. Yes. Who needs 700 million when you got that insurance, baby? Yeah. I got hit in the hand in the game and I didn't have to pay for the (laughs) x-ray. It's 
so sad, but that is such a big deal. It's a huge deal. No, I mean, I'm, I'm so glad that, um, you're sharing all this because this is stuff I wouldn't know. Totally. I mean, hey, I don't, I'm not on social media anymore. As you know, I, yeah. I'm not a big TV movie person. <laughs> YouTube, I don't really watch a lot of things, but I'm so glad to hear that there are strides being made yeah, totally. um, in women's sports and, and people are tuning in and you're getting paid more. Like that's, that's just the freaking best news. Yeah. Um, so let's say that everything went right after you're done you're done with your final season right what is the next dream job for you i know that you want to you want to work for athletes unlimited and stuff like that but what would you be doing what kind of roles would you have and any other things that like you would love to do in your future regarding softball yeah i actually do have a specific goal um for athletes unlimited we have four sports and each one of our sports has a director of sport and Ooh. yeah, our director of softball is Sherry Kemp. She's my girl. I, I like to call her Sher Bear. She's just like <laughs> such a rock star. She's been in softball forever. Um, I love her so much. And I've told her this, that when she wants to be done or when she wants to step away from the director role, I want yeah. it. I yeah. want to, I want to learn. I told her this, you know, we've talked about, I want to learn what she does. I want to see what goes into it because I would love to be the next one because how better to be involved than with my sport being, you know, in the professional space and just having played in the league and being able to just, you know, be a part of pushing it forward. I think it'd be so cool. And Sherry's done, I mean, she's done such an amazing job in that role to where it makes me want to do it because she, because she's so great. And because we've done so much in just our four seasons here that I I want to do that. I do, I kind of just want to be awesome. her right. I want to kind of be her right hand yeah. man. I don't maybe yeah. not even the director. Maybe just the director's friend. <laughs> this is Sam. She just she just hangs yeah. out with me. She follows <laughs> me around. We don't even pay her. She's yeah. just here. <laughs> she gets lunch included. Yeah. That's about it. Um, no, yeah. that's awesome. I I love that. I I really think it's awesome that you have this vision for yourself because. Just even a few years ago, I felt like you didn't when we would talk about it. Like not at all. When this ends, like how do you feel about that? Do you have any idea? And, and for a long time, you're like, I have no fucking clue. And not one. I'm really terrified about it. And I don't know. I don't. I don't have these other jobs, right? Like you <laughs> said. So I just. I. It makes sense that this is transitioning at this time because you do have this very clear path now that you didn't mm-hmm. have before. So I would imagine. I'm curious to know if you didn't have this kind of clear trajectory of what you want to do after, would you be retiring this year? That's a great question. I think, I think there's parts of it that are yes. And there's parts of it that are no. I think that it's comforting to know that my passion is leading me in a direction like this, where I, this is where I know I'm lucky. Like I don't want to do something that I don't love. Obviously that's not how, life works you kind of you got to pay taxes you know right so so me getting to be in a position where i say i want to do what i love i want to let my passion lead me into that next move and that part feels very good to know that this passion i have for playing is bleeding into something else but i also think the other aspects of my life that are kind of knocking on the door will would still be there whether i had this or not so i yeah so i think that Maybe it would have, maybe it would have been a different way of getting to the decision, but I do feel like maybe it would have still happened. But um, 
I don't know. I feel so sure of it. I think because of that factor, like you said, there's, there is a clear goal and path and, and idea, but yeah, mm-hmm. I, that, that's tough. Cause man, I mean, this is a job still, I would still have an income. I would still have something to do if I didn't know something else, like just play another season, you know, but right. with everything lining up and, and I've always been a person who, if I'm not, if I'm not feeling it, I'm not going to do it. So yeah. I, I can feel it. I can feel it in my gut and it, and it's, it, it feels like this is, this is it, whether there was something after or not. That makes so much sense. I, yeah. Like you mentioned, you know, potentially having kids and, you know, just wanting mm. to spend more time with your husband and all that kind yeah. of stuff like that to- totally makes sense. So let me ask you this. This is just a lot of thought exercises that we're oh, doing. Let's go. <laughs> just, yeah. So let's say you're like, fuck it. I'm staying in the game for a bit longer. How many more seasons do you think you have in you before you're like, oh, Sam Fisher, not what she used to be out there, getting a little older? How, like, yeah. realistically, how do you think, you know, when do you think that kind of plateau or decrease would happen? I would imagine somewhere around 35. Like, we're, okay. we're going to be 34 next year. Like, I still yeah. feel like I got, I got it. You know, I know, knock on wood, geez, I'm not trying to jinx myself here. <laughs> But I still feel like I know what I'm doing. I know how to prepare. I know what's made. My first two seasons in Athletes Unlimited, I, for, you know, if you don't know, but it's, you got zero to 60 on a leaderboard, zero, one to 60 on a leaderboard. I finished in the lower half, like the first two seasons and it wasn't, it wasn't great. Mm. And the last two years I finished top, top 10 and top 15. So, oh wow, I, yeah. So I think I've started to figure out some things. I've started to maybe overcome some challenges and, and really learned what it, what it takes to maybe be a little bit more successful um, yeah. in the league. So I think go, I think I could get a few more seasons out of it, but um, I just, I just know that I would hate to go. Like if I went to play next year, or the year after, I know I would hate to go into it and be like, Oh man, I don't, <laughs> she doesn't have it. And then ride the pine. <laughs> my, my last season be like oh there's our old lady in the dugout she's done actually she's retiring you guys want to wave should have left two years ago that <laughs> sam fisher cook no that <laughs> yeah. yeah no that that uh that makes i mean that's that's kind of great to know like okay it would have been maybe a couple more years if that yeah. like you're yeah. not it's not like you're like i know i have five to ten years left in me and i'm no i'm, yeah. I'm going early i think that's i think that hopefully makes it a little bit easier to wrap your head around too. That's like, eh, totally. I was basically there in, yeah. in, you know, how I felt. Um, you mentioned that, you know, if you could, you would play softball till you were a hundred and like maybe yeah. have this job forever. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think you're going to play softball in some capacity when you're done just for fun? Or do you feel like you need a clean break from, from playing? I, I, when I think about like the, the idea of having kids, that's where I can see myself on a ball field. You know, if, if I can help at practice or if I can teach my kid how to play softball or baseball, that is something that it's obviously imaginary right now, but makes me almost like emotional to think about that. You know, like that's where I can see it. I, I am afraid sometimes of how competitive I am. (laughs) So I don't know that like slow pitch is the route to go or like, you know, because I, I'd be like, well, I I got to train. I can't just show up. (laughs) That's too much. 
So I think I think I'll be getting a clean break. I mean, I will still be at the ball field. I'll be watching the softball. But um, but yeah, I think a clean break makes sense until it's time to teach the. If there is a little cook running around, I I if if it doesn't want to play softball or baseball though, I'm giving it to you. Like. <laughs> Uh, just kidding sorry no and i think uh the fact that you're calling it an it you know there's still some there's still some things left for you to figure out before you have kids (laughs) yeah that's fair that's fair we're not ready yet all i know is i want it to hold a mitt and play softball is that so much to ask yeah oh my god i can't imagine you on like a parks and rec softball team for fun like there would be there'd be so many deaths by Deaths by yeah. Sam Fisher's bat, that it's probably best that you take a little bit of a break. I think I'm serving now. the community and keeping myself <laughs> off of that field because they're going to be like, oh, here comes this girl who can't stand to lose, even though it's a Wednesday night and we're all 50. <laughs> right. like, You're keeping the death rate at bay for everybody. We really appreciate that yeah. very much. Um, here for the people. <laughs> what? Okay. What about your workout regimen? Because you've been doing this training and stuff for so long. Yeah. Is that going to be part of like your everyday exercise? Or are you going to give yourself a little bit of break there? What's happening there? I I have the same question. Oh, so I, t- TBD maybe. Yeah, yeah. I think that there's a lot of stuff that I do that it relates to the explosiveness that you need to play softball. Like the ball needs to explode off your bat. Like you need to be quick in getting rid of the ball and throwing it to first base. You know, there's a lot of things that come with explosiveness. I don't know what I'm going to need to explode at when I'm not playing softball. Mm. So... Um, I, but I do, I do love weightlifting. I love CrossFit. I love those things. Um, so I imagine in some capacity, they will be a part of my life, but I've also really, I have the Peloton, the, the Peloton bike and the treadmill. Nice. And I really like those a lot. So I can imagine just being like a, like a Peloton lady, you know, (laughs) where I just like, oh yeah, I'm going to go spin, (laughs) you know, like. Can we That's... please add that to your resume? Peloton lady as well. I can do the, I can Google and I know how to pick a mean class in the Peloton. So yeah, I, I think that that would be uh, kind of, it's, that's going to be an experiment, you know, because I like, I love being strong. I love, you know, like I can't wear certain shirts cause my traps are a little bit too big. Yeah. Um. So I don't know that I would want to get rid of that, you know? Yeah, I would imagine that it's just a part of you, just like being yeah. very physically fit and strength and strength training and all that would just continue to be part of your life, but maybe yeah. in, just in a different way totally. um, than, than it has been. Yeah. Um, do you have any advice uh, for anybody who either wants to be a professional athlete or maybe they are a professional athlete? Um, mm-hmm. anything, that, anything that's kind of helped you um, ride the waves and transitions of like, even the fact that you said that you, your game got better as you got older in some Mm -hmm. respect, which I would never think as somebody on the outside, that that is a possibility because I, you know, um, anything that helps you ride the mental and physical waves of, of being an athlete. I think something for me that has helped through everything, like when I was trying to pursue a goal or when I accomplished a goal or what, you know, when you, you know, when you want something and then you get it and sometimes things change, it's like that has, I have never ever said, oh, I wish I wasn't here, you know? And I think Mm -hmm. that at the core of what I do is a love for the game and a love for competing and a love for the challenge. Like softball is a game of failure. It is brutal. I fail 
all the time. There's days where we win and I failed the whole game. And yeah. but we won. <laughs> so it's like right. great. It was a good day. <laughs> but I'm sitting here and I'm like, Sam, you idiot, you know? Mm. Um so I guess just like understanding what's at the core. Like why are you doing this? Why are mm. you doing it? What what does it bring you? What at the end of the day when you look in the mirror, do you have any is there anything that you're questioning? Is there anything that, you know, like at the end of the day, after a game, after a practice, after anything, I look in the mirror, I'm like, all right, dog, see you tomorrow, you know, instead of maybe like, what am I doing? Or, you know, why am I here? Or those things, I feel very secure in my, my path. And I think that that's something that, that um, maybe people lose is like, why am I doing this? So if you can answer that question, it can either help guide you through it and can keep you going, or it can lead you to something else that you're like, actually, maybe this isn't it. Um, and I do, I will say like for those who maybe want to be a professional athlete versus those who already are is it comes with a lot of sacrifice. It comes with a lot and lot, a lot of sacrifice. I've missed everything. Mm. (laughs) I've, I've, I've missed from when we're kids to like sleepovers and you're in like high school parties, which I didn't want to go to, nor was I maybe invited (laughs) anyway. Um, but, you know, like things like that and then getting older, like I've missed so many weddings and babies being born. I still haven't met one of my friend, one of my good friends, baby, and he's two. Like yeah. there's a lot that that happens that you give up because you're in pursuit of this thing. And as much as I wish I could be at these things or see these things or be a part of more in my off the field life, I would a hundred thousand percent continue to choose softball and because it's it to be honest it feels like it's my purpose it feels like it's my calling in my in life so that feels really deep and feels like okay sacrifice is hard but it's easy if with what you're sacrificing for is what you're meant to do so you know looking sacrifice in the face and saying do i want to you know do i want to get a good night's sleep so that i can perform tomorrow or would I rather go to the party and I'm okay with not performing tomorrow? It's all about coming to terms with those decisions because what I do is right for me. That doesn't mean that it's what makes sense for somebody else. I remember having hitting lessons, um, like teaching. I was, you know, the hitting instructor and girls being afraid to tell me that they didn't love softball like I did. And I'm like, dog, you don't have to. <laughs> I hope you love something the way I love softball. Like it doesn't right. have to be this way. Right. You just have to be happy with your level of what you're doing with it, of what you're doing with anything, you know? Right. So that right. was an all around answer, I think. But... Oh, I loved it. Oh, I loved it. It's <laughs> it's such a good reminder. Like if you are not doing something because you love it, if you're not doing it for the right reasons where it's like it's fulfilling yeah. for you, mm-hmm. you're probably fucking miserable, number one. Yeah. And it's not sustainable probably, right? Yeah. Like if, if you're just, could you imagine if you were doing this this whole time just for the accolades or, mm. you know, the the end of the season championship uh, trophy, right? It's <laughs> like that daily work that you have to put in probably wouldn't feel worth it because you're not actually enjoying it. It's not really fulfilling you um, totally. personally. So I think that's such a good reminder, such great advice for anybody considering their uh, career path or a transition of any kind, no matter what profession, yeah. you know, you might be in. Um is there anything else that you feel like is really important to share with people today, whether they're, you know, kind of amidst a tough transition or kind of a loss of or restructuring of identity? 
Um, anything else on your mind or any like tools, favorite books, anything that you want to like, you know, share with people? Yeah. Abs- oh my gosh. Speaking of favorite books, I don't know if you can see what I got going on back here. <laughs> so many books. <laughs> Sam Fisher Cook's Library. <laughs> There's like so much more to his problem. Um, I think, I think getting like really getting to know yourself. I know that maybe sound like a, like maybe a little cliche, but we're in a time where we don't need to get to know ourselves because there's so much exterior stuff going on. There's so much on social media and on the internet. And, and there's just so many things that can pull you away from, from who you are and, and who you want to be. I remember yeah. when Kevin and I were planning our wedding the first time, um, we were planning this wedding. It was going to be in Malibu in the hills and it was going to be just so glamorous and beautiful and it was going to be so expensive. And I thought, well, this is what, this is what it's supposed to be because this is what it looks like on the internet. And then the venue burnt down. (laughs) Oh my God. I think I remember this. Yeah. This is like that long ago. It's so long ago. Yeah. The venue burnt down and we got back all of our money. And instead of being like sad, I was so relieved because it was something that I thought I wanted, but I, because that's what it meant to like have a wedding and like be a bride and stuff. I had never really pictured myself as a bride my whole life. I pictured myself as a softball player. (laughs) (laughs) So when it burnt down and we got our money back, we were able to plan the wedding that we actually really wanted. And it was like at a barn in our hometown and there were donuts. Like, You you were there. You gave a speech. I was there. I loved it. It was great. It was so you guys too. It was very you. Yeah. Exactly. And so realizing those things along the way and and really taking a look of what do I I want? Sometimes it's what everybody else wants, but sometimes it's not. And so I think being in a transitionary phase is is hard because especially when something's defined you, it's like, but who, who, who am I? What do I like, you know, and and maybe doing some of that work. And I actually, um, I'm reading a really good book right now. It's called you don't. It's called you don't owe anyone. It's like (gasps) like, oh my god. I gotta write this down. I'll send you a picture of it. Yes, Um, please do. But it's basically about like getting rid of other people's expectations. Yeah. And like not not worrying or not caring or not placing any importance on other people's expectations because you know, at the end of the day, that what it doesn't, it doesn't matter. What matters is what your, you know, like your own standards and stuff. And, and I'm in, I'm in a place where people have expectations on me all the time in, in softball and my performance in what I do, you know, and if I cared that somebody was mad at me that I was one for three, but I was pumped because I had a great game and I was one for three. It's like, what actually matters more? Right. So really, really, um, really getting to know yourself on that level of what do you, what do you love? What do you want? What makes you happy? And, you know, going, going from there. And I think that helps a lot. Beautiful. Yeah. And fuck everybody else. (laughs) I love it. There's a, I saw a comic strip and it was Dennis, you know, Dennis the menace. Yeah. And, and it was him and Santa Claus. And he asked Santa Claus, do you believe in yourself? (laughs) And that, I love that. That has stuck with me for so long. Cause it's like, if Santa didn't believe in himself, he would cease to exist. Right. And like, who cares if everybody else believes in him? Does he believe in him? Right. What would we do? Oh, my gosh. No the presents. The world would end. Yeah. yeah. No presents. No Santa? Ever. No. I would eat. I'd have to eat the cookies. <laughs> <sighs> oh, gosh. This was so... Sam, 
Cuz. This was so Cause. good. I, I really you, enjoyed it. I love you too, Cuz. This was a great time. Um, yeah. Where can people find you? Your work, your social yeah. media, all that good stuff. I am everywhere at Sam Fisher 52. Really simple stuff. My my name and my jersey. Beautiful. Um, and then when we play in the summer, we'll be on ESPN. So that, yeah. that's, that's like pretty gangster to say. Like you can catch <laughs> me in the summer on ESPN, you know, <laughs> tune in. I'll be the one with the braid. I know that seems silly when I got the bun in, but this doesn't fit under a helmet. So. Yeah, totally. You've had to adjust your, yeah, your hairstyles through the years. I love it. <laughs> um, amazing. Well, thank you so much. I'll be seeing you very soon. No, you for sure will. Yeah, absolutely. And have a great freaking day. Thanks, cuz. <laughs> Uh, I just had a blast chatting with my cousin today. I hope, you know, whether you find yourself amidst a career transition or personal transition of some kind, that uh, you can consider some of the things that Sam shared today that have really helped her and um, implement implement some of these things. And maybe it can make uh, this transition for you a little bit smoother as, you know, you navigate maybe a shift in your identity or maybe you're moving somewhere, a new job. Um, but yeah, I just had a great time and hope you got a lot out of today's episode. Um, I do want to share a little hot tip of the episode. This is something that, um, I I don't know, I guess every time I bring it up, people are surprised that they exist. So I wanted to share it with all of you, but I don't know, a year or two ago, I started using spray vitamins instead of swallowing my vitamins. This is not like a sponsor plug or anything. I just, um, I don't know if it's getting older or what, but I hate swallowing pills now. I don't like swallowing vitamins or supplements or any of that. So anytime that I can opt in for a powder or a spray of some kind, um, just relieves so much anxiety for me. And um, so anyway, check check out spray vitamins. They might be your, your new thing. I, I know that for me, it's like there's a lot of brands out there. Um, the one that I use, it's really, um, I mean, they taste good. It takes a second. There's no risk of embarrassing death by a giant pill um, that gets stuck in your throat. So if you're like me, you want to just try to minimize the amount of choke hazards throughout your day, I would definitely recommend checking uh, spray vitamins out. They are just the best. And anytime I show a friend, um, like because I bring them places with me if I'm spending the night somewhere and stuff like that. And so anytime somebody sees them, they're, they're shocked that they exist. They've never heard of it. Um, and so I felt like it would be good to just give you a heads up that these are a thing and, uh, highly recommend. And I think they've even done studies now where, uh, spray vitamins are more effective or something than swallowing a pill because they get into your bloodstream faster. They have, there's, I don't know, a higher percentage of absorption, all that stuff. Anyway, I just do it because I'm too scared to swallow pills, but yeah, enjoy, enjoy that tip. Take it for, uh, for what you will. And uh, I do want to leave you with an iTunes review of the episode. This is from 971 Lucy, and it says, you are amazing. I enjoy your podcast so much. You are so relatable and open. Thank you for being you. Lucy, thank you so much for this lovely review. I really appreciate you taking the time to write one. Um, If you want to write one, it will get read on the show. We've been doing the podcast for so many years now that we are pretty much all caught up with with reading the reviews. So if, um, uh, if you leave one now, we record like four to eight weeks in advance. So you might not hear your review for like one or two months if you are tuning in kind of in real time. 
Um, so yeah, would, would love to be able to give you a personal shout out like this and, and, um, yeah, just really means so much. So Lucy, thank you for doing that. And, um, I'm glad that the relatability is there. You appreciate the openness. Sometimes there's oversharing and we never really know, like, was that too much? Was that beyond helpful or was that okay? So thank you for mentioning that specifically. All right, everybody. I hope you have a great rest of the day and I'll chat with you next week. Bye. Maybe I'm Thank you for tuning in to the Self Helpless Podcast. You can find our Patreon community, merch, and our individual work at selfhelplesspodcast.com. We'd be thrilled if you shared this episode with a friend, left an iTunes review, or feel free to post it on your Instagram and tag at selfhelplesspodcast. Thanks, guys.